can do and for even for another year or two to sustain because you always find something new to do. Uh, people think that when people say like, oh, that business idea is stupid. It's not never going to last. Yeah, but you'll learn so much from it. And throughout that, that money you make, you'll put into a different business. You're never going to stay in one business at the beginning, especially as a teenager. And like Blake Ross, founder of Firefox. Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook. Steve Jobs, creator of Apple. Three young and successful entrepreneurs. People tend to see teens as angsty, rude, and irritable. When in reality, teens can be some of the most successful and creative people. Welcome to Now I'm Here podcast. This podcast aims to teach the younger generations that no matter your age, the possibility of success is within arm's reach. All you need is a little perseverance and a strategic mindset. Like Walt Disney said, all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Dare to dream. Now to our host, Sydney Jacobs. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Now I'm Here podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different and give us a bit of a different perspective. Today we have Idan Pomeranski, who is actually a high school dropout and going to be giving us a different perspective than what everyone else has. So without further ado, hello Idan and welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. It's nice to be here. Thank you for introducing me. If you wouldn't mind maybe telling us a little bit about yourself, about your story, uh, about high school, when you started your clothing brand, when you became a trader and, and all those things about yourself. Yeah, sure. So right now I'm an 18 year old and I did drop out of school um, at the start of grade 12. And it, I will be talking about why I did it later on in this, uh, this podcast. But now what I do, I'm a Forex trader, I'm a full-time Forex trader. It's been a journey, but it, it's been a good one. It, I've learned a lot over the years. And I, like she said, uh, I'm a, I have a little different po like point of view on life and kind of how I do it and how like I run my businesses so it's gonna be really fun talking to you about it and talking about it on this podcast for sure so let's kind of go back to grade 11 grade 11 you had a clothing brand called next gen yeah what was the inspiration to start that and how did that all really happen so it, it wasn't like just like a sudden start to it because I wanted to do like a business for a really long time before that so I was doing a lot of like hustles before, before like throughout high school and even a little bit through middle school, trying to make some money. But I've always wanted to have a business where I can genuinely put all my time into my mind, like my money into my mind and just kind of my passion into it. It all kind of came to me when I was thinking about what kind of business I want to do and why I want to do it. For me, I wanted to do it. The reason why I did a clothing brand is because I wanted to be able to show off a certain message that like my clothing was like that I printed on my clothing. And that's why I did it at the in the first place. But the idea came to mind was like, honestly, I was just, I couldn't sleep one night. I was really like trying to think of what I wanted to do. And it kind of just came like popped up in, like the idea in my head to come up with the name next gen, next generation, kind of put a little twist on it. And the way I wrote it was NXT and GEN. That's when I started to even, I, I honestly couldn't sleep for the next two days. I was just making my designs and just think of like kind of like the logos I wanted to do and how I wanted to run my business. And it was just an addictive kind of, it was like an addictive feeling to wanting to do it. And that's why I started and that's kind of how I started it. But it all started from these logos and just thinking of how I wanted to present my brand. And your family has a family business, correct? Um, my parents do run a business. They run a wedding, like a wedding uh, stores. So uh, I've learned a lot from them and that's, that's what inspires me and like motivates me to do what I wanted to do. 
So your parents were always supporters with everything that you wanted to do and they always had your back? So like, I want to say yes, I want to say they did. But at the same time, you have to understand that every parent will have a certain path for you no matter what it is. Like they can be supportive of doing businesses, but what type of business, you know? So at the beginning, it was really something I had to come up with that was like a business that with the reason why I did also clothing brand is something that my parents would support. It's something my parents would be like standby and did, they did help me with it. But even like some other like hustles throughout like other stuff, it's they've been supportive, but not in a way to be like, I, I had to do most of it. That's all I'm trying to say. Like it's more of, I had to be my own support. For but sure. it was a lot of motivation they had to, they gave me and a lot they taught me also. Yeah. How did you like find the capital? How did you, did you have investors to get the capital so you could start next gen? I remember you had, you tried getting an embroidery machine. You had to have everything so you could print it, the vinyl cutter. How did you afford all of that? So the printing machine, I wanted to do it locally. So I had to like get my own machines and to get my own machines, I, I had to talk to my dad about it because I honestly didn't have the funds to fully afford it. But I knew that with my dad's help, we can do it. Like he can help me out. And he did really support my, like the vision. He saw what I really like. He saw my dream, my goals and like kind of my motivation to do it. And he helped me out. We split, uh, we split the money on the equipment and like the starting clothes, the plain clothes I had to get to print on. He funded, like he helped me fund at the beginning. But very, very fast into like the, the start of the business, I was able to pay him back. And throughout that, I was able to profit and pay my own stuff. But it all started from the help of my dad. And it's it's hard to get the funds, as a, you know, as a teenager to start a business. It, it really is. So how long did this last? How long were you doing Next Gen for? I did Next Gen for like for about like 10 months to um, about a year about 10 months to a year. And then after that, it started to slow down because I was starting to, it started to get really hard to continue selling where like the marketing became something I had to learn more of and continue doing. And that's when I had to outsource to other hustles using my equipment. And why, why did you not pursue that? Why, why did you make that decision to stop it when, when stuff got hard instead of possibly like learning more from it, uh, getting someone to come under your wing and maybe teach them? Yeah, so that that's actually something I tried to do. I tried to partner up. I, I did partner up with like a friend of mine that wanted to learn and get into the business game. And he was helping me out with the market, uh, the marketing, but it gets to a certain point where a business is just, it's hard to keep it going. Like, you know how everybody says like a business, like it's hard to get a business to last over five years. A business will always have its most customers and like the most money, most of the time at the start of its hype. And after that, you have to learn how to market and kind of keep up with trends. And that's something, it's just not something I was interested in doing. And that's why I decided I wanted to do something like trading, where it's something I could just keep doing and I don't have to keep kind of evolving. Like, you know what I mean? Keep going with the, the new generations and have to keep uh, like changing up my design. It's something I've just, I can learn once and just keep learning over the years. So talking about school, because that seems to be like a big topic that we come back to on this podcast in grade 11 you were in an entrepreneurship class and this took place at the same time that you were running next gen there were some things with your teacher do you want to maybe talk about how the irony behind that um and what had happened so actually the funniest thing is the only class i've ever failed in high school ever in school is actually that entrepreneurship class and to me i just I've seen a lot of university kids come out of like a uh, business school and just uh, the stuff they learn there and just this, the stuff teachers, business teachers teach is honestly, I think textbook business. And I think that business 
is all about experiences, failures, and just going through that like life. Like you have to do it over the years to know how to do business. You can't just jump into business like everybody thinks you can. So I, I just, I hate to say it, I don't have the same respect for a lot of business teachers, especially when they have the ego like that business teacher did. We had a business teacher, Mr. Coates. He was very, he was very strict with the way he taught. He said that that way is the only way kind of to business. And I think that there's multiple ways in business. You can run business in multiple ways. And to have somebody tell you that that's the wrong way. And that's like, he's trying to push me away from what I was doing while I was in class. It kind of, I saw that as I can do what I want to do and I know what I can do. So I took what, like my, my own uh, skills and my experiences I've learned over the years and I put it into my business. And I even showed him that I can do it. I've come back to class with like multiple people in school wearing my clothes. It, the name was starting to get out and I, I feel like he didn't like that either. He didn't like how I was kind of standing up to him. I don't know if I was that one and only kid that would stand up to him because I can't say I was. Like I think other kids would stand up to him but I would stand up to him in a different way. I know that everybody does things differently and there's different ways in life and just going through school was just not mine. It was not my intention. And he was trying to push me in a different way that I didn't want. So this is first semester of grade 11. And now we're going to go into fall of grade 12. What happened? Like, when did you start thinking about maybe this isn't the path for me and I'm, I'm really going to drop out of school and I'm going to pursue trading? When did all that come about? So I've honestly always wanted to like drop out from a very young age and not drop out, but I've always wanted to do something different. I don't mean to say like drop out, but like do something different be, like during the time that I would be going to school say I wanted to do like if I was going to drop out I want to say I can go into this full time so clothing I knew that I wanted I would like it's a good business yes you can make money from it but it's not something I want to do for another 10 20 years 30 years it's not something I want to do for the rest of my life but something like trading where I can do full time I learned over the years like right now I could be doing a full time like for the next two years, I can be really, really studying, putting in the work. But then after that, I've already learned those skills. And after that, it's just knowledge that I've already, I could just implement from previous knowledge. But you can't really do that with business. But basically, I realized that I don't really have the time for school itself. I don't have the time to go to school. I don't have the time to do this homework. I don't have the time to study for tests. And I realized it's not the path I want to take. No matter how many more years I will go through school, no matter how many more courses I will take, it's, I will not go to, like, you know, I will not go get a job. I've always stayed unemployed. I don't want to get, like, I don't want to be employed. I've always stuck by that. So I don't see a point with going through longer of school. I wish I did it earlier, but I needed something that I could be stable. Like I, I, could, I could know I, I wanted to do. That's why that was when that was the decision I dropped out. I wanted to find uh, something I wanted to really do. So how did you find trading? Who mentors? How did you find all of this? So I, I got lucky finding trading. My friend, not like, I would say he's a friend because I kind of knew him. He was a mutual friend. He kind of knew me through like Instagram. He saw like we were just talking kind of like not that much, but like we were just be replying to each other's stories. And he basically, he started to do Forex himself and he got into a business that was uh, like Forex based business where they were recruiting Forex traders and to learn through an academy. And that's when I, that's when he talked to me and I saw the potential in Forex. And that's when um, I decided that I don't really want to do like the retail business, like clothing anymore. And I wanted to get into something that's digital. That's something 
that I don't have to be selling clothes, you know, like I could just do it on my computer. I could sit at home in the comfort of my own chair, you know, where I want to do. Then I kind of took my own path. I learned that there's more courses on the internet. There's so much to learn on the internet. It's like school. Like every year you go through school, like think about how much education there is on online, you know, like how much education there is from people that have actually done it, not just learned, not just teaching from a textbook. And I basically then started to talk to different mentors from like Forex mentors, like Forex traders. And I started to take their courses and started learning from them. I'm sure a lot of people don't really know what Forex is. So let's, if you could give us a breakdown of what Forex is and what type of trading you specifically do. Yeah, no problem. So Forex is actually short for the foreign exchange market. And the foreign exchange market is actually all over the world and is traded constantly every single day. And I'm just going to give a quick example. You know, when you're going to travel and you go to exchange the currency to the, the, the currency of that country, you will never really get back the, like the same amount of money. Like if you give $100 Canadian, you'll never get $100 of that currency back because there's different rates and like different currencies have different rates. And actually those rates change every single day and constantly, even every single second. And the thing is the banks are actually trading. Banks have been trading it for years now, for decades. They've been trading... Uh, the foreign, the foreign exchange market, the the currencies, foreign exchange market is all. It's just currency. Basically, what it's sim, it's simply just currencies kind, of, and it looks like the stock market. If you look at like a like a like a forex chart, people can mistake it for for stocks, but it's actually not. It's just currencies that you're trading and different values of currency. Over the years, they've established a way for people like us to trade from our computers instead of just trading it through a bank. So a lot of people are taught you buy stocks, you buy and you hold it for a long period of time. But what you actually did was you were a day trader. Now you consider yourself a swing trader, correct? Yes. So what are those two titles and what do they really represent? Yeah, it's really cool that you know this stuff, actually. It's, it's cool to talk about it. But day trading is more of like an hourly to hourly trader. A lot of people can even call it scalping. Uh, there's a lot of jokes about that. Uh, you probably like a lot of like if you're in the stock market, like stock trading or any type of trading, you've probably heard. But in general, like day trading is hourly to hourly. You're in and out of trades constantly throughout the day. You have you're taking multiple trades throughout the day, and that's something I did not want to do. I want to look at my chart every once in a while and just know what I'm doing, just know where it's gonna move. So that's why I chose swing trading. And swing trading is more looking on like the daily, um, like the daily like candles if you know what that is like if you look at the daily candles or just the more bigger overall outlook like you're looking at stocks it's more of like you're holding it but for a few days instead of like for months or years like in the stock stock is more of a trend like when people think it's going to go up that's when people put money into but currencies are constantly going up and down so it's all about knowing where it's going to go and you're trading within that chart so what does being a swing trader give you the freedom to do? What, what have you noticed that like your daily life has changed because of this? Definitely the freedom. The freedom is one of the biggest things. It's just not having to sit and stare at my computer and my charts all day. I have, my, I have two monitors right next to me open all the time on my charts. And every once in a while, I'll look at my charts while I'm doing something else or I could be doing anything on my, my main monitor. And I will be looking over, but it's something that swing trading is where you put like, difference like you would tell yourself that if it hits a certain value or if it hits a certain number or this certain line it will come back up or that's when you would enter this trade so you're only really waiting for those moments and within those time that time span you could be doing anything else so it gave me the freedom to do other hustles i was doing and just like 
the freedom to spend time with my family and other things I wanted to do. So you have the freedom, but you don't have the guarantee that a job would normally have. Every day that you put money in, you're, you're risking it. Uh, of course, you can try to follow trends and, and learn things, but how do you feel about the risk factor of what you're really doing? Yeah. So the reason why I chose to do actually Forex is um, if, if you're going to go more, like if we're going to go more, a little bit more to advance Forex, you can risk manage a lot more than stocks. Stocks is kind of putting your money into it. Like you could put like a few thousand, 10,000, doesn't matter what you put, but that will sit there. And if that stock will drop, you lose all that money. But with Forex, it's more about it. If you're a Forex trader, you know, uh, it's called lot sizes and it's more of something that you trade with a broker. It's something that like uh, you'd have to research. It's hard to harder to explain, but it's basically, I'm just going to simplify it. It's just multiplications of like the value of the movement. And basically you can risk manage. So let's say like if you have a thousand dollar account, a hundred dollar account, you can say, I only want to risk 2% on every trade. So yes, you're taking those trades. You're risking, the, you're risking those money, that money, but you're risking only a certain amount, but your wins can be a lot more. So, you're always going to have to risk, but it's, you have to be comfortable with that risk. You have to understand and be knowledgeable and be comfortable with your knowledge also. Do you feel that this is something that you could really see going into the future and that you could continue with like for the rest of your life? Um, I would love to do it, but I feel like there's some other businesses and I will come across that will just take my time because Forex is something that you don't, uh, you don't need that much time. Once you get your, the hang of it, like after, a few months or a few years of learning the like of really, really putting the time in to learn your like the markets and Forex and like what it is only after is when you're able to really understand what you're doing and really just only once in a while, look at your charts. And that's when you, that's when you make the most money when you could really rely and be patient on doing it yourself and just kind of like be patient on, yeah, doing it yourself and be comfortable with being able to wait for things to happen. For sure. Courses. You, you said that you got into it. You got into an academy and you took a course. There's, I'm sure everyone has seen courses online for, for drop shipping, for Forex. What are your opinions on courses? And are they real? Or are they fake? Do they actually benefit you? What, what is the information that they're providing you with? So courses in general, like generally are always going to be just educational videos or educational platforms to learn from. So uh, if we're going more in depth into it, it's always going to depend on who you're learning from. If it's going to be an advertisement on Instagram that they're paying for, like an Instagram um, advertisement for a course, if it's not like a Black Friday deal or like, you know, Christmas deal or like some type of deal, if they're just advertising to just free course, free, like you will see all the time, if like free Forex uh, alerts and just like Forex signals and just all those free courses and all those cheap courses, I would say if you want to really learn, you have to learn from someone that you could really, that has really done it like a mentor. Like I, I went out and I went on YouTube and I found different YouTubers that actually do have the lifestyle I want and are actually good traders. I can see that they're not faking it. And then they have a course that's not cheap. They're like four or $500 and then you can go out and get it. And then you can learn from that. And that's the thing. It's, it's, you have to really understand who you're getting it from. You know, you have like, if you're going to be learning from a course, you have to treat that person who made that course as a mentor. So if you're not ready to treat him as a mentor, you're not going to really learn from that course. That's, that's why I'm saying it's like, 
I, that's a really good question, but so there's so many different courses and there's so many different ways of making money and learning about it that even you can learn a lot of free stuff on YouTube, but I wouldn't say that for Forex because Forex is something that it comes from knowledge that you, that people have learned over the years and no one will give out good knowledge for free. So you've been doing this for about a year and a half now, you could say. What is your lifestyle like now compared to what it was like before? Um, a lot better, but also I can't say it's easy. Like I can't say having the lifestyle, doing what you want is easy because then you have to rely on doing it yourself. But it's a lot better with the freedom aspect of it where I can do what I want. And I, even money-wise, financially, it things have definitely increased and improved in my situation because I've been able to put my time and my money into what I want to do. I feel like from jobs and anything to do like post, like post school, um, you're going to, the more, more time and effort you're putting in, you're maybe going to get a one, $2 raise. Like, like realistically, you the amount you, the amount of time you're going to be putting in the amount of energy you're going to be putting in to try to get that raise and try to make more money it's not going to equal out to actually be making more money. It's just going to be equal out to you having more stress and more, you know, headaches. So it's something that uh, I could say that you have to be ready to do it, but I love, I love this lifestyle, but it's because I love it. You have to be okay with being comfortable and being, you know, having those times and those down times and having to take yourself out of them. I love this lifestyle, but I can't say it's for everybody. You talk about chasing money, chasing that one, $2 raise. There's a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I believe you've read that as well. And it, it really talks about that. If you are constantly only chasing and only working for the money, you're never going to see happiness. You're never going to see like success or what you want. As someone who's read that book, like, do you see that the value in that book has really come true to like the values that you have in life and what you want to portray with your future? 100%. Um, I would actually say that a lot of businesses actually start from that book. And that book inspired my business. I read that book the second, I read it once before my dad gave it to me in grade, like uh, I was in grade nine or grade eight. And he just gave it to me. But that's when I was taking business seriously. But it's not something I've I was really putting my time into until like the past few years. And when I read that book again, uh, I learned so many new things and even reading, you can read it multiple times and you'll learn something new every single time. And yeah, I would say the value you learn from that book is it's something that you can't get from anything else. You can't get from anywhere else. You, especially the way he, Robert Kiyosaki like explains in that book and the way he writes in the book, he tells stories with experiences. And that realistically is what business is. Um, people think business is all about money and like buying and selling and just making that quick money. But realistically, it's, it's about your story. It's about like the business you make and like how you build it. And there's just so much more behind it. And when you're able to tell a story and explain like knowledge they learned from it through a story, like through those stories, I mean, it's a lot better. Like you will learn a lot more. You learn a lot more from that book than I've like, I learned so much from that book and I understood it so much better than a lot of other business books I've read. And it has taught me so much. And it really, it not only teaches you, but it motivates you. It has a lot of value, but it gives you a lot of motivation to do what you want to do. And if that's what you want to do in like For the sure. business aspect or investment or investing. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Like spot on the book is it, it pushes you and really like shows you different perspective and the way that it's not just facts, facts, facts. You can you can relate to the stories, which is really beneficial to like connecting and to being able to 
put it into your life. Yeah, and making you more comfortable to do it yourself too. Like it made me more comfortable to go into my own business and throw myself into it. Knowing that he did it, he, and I, I've read other books and they're all stories about how they did it. And it's just inspiring and it gives you like that sense that we're actually all the same. Like, as, like I, I mean, we're different, but at the same, they, like we all come from the same point of view at the beginning. Like we all started from nothing, like from no business. We all, we had to build it up. No matter who you are, you have to build it up yourself it's really cool to learn their stories and like it's knowing that they can do it makes you feel like you can do it too uh, especially with Robert Kiyosaki the way he portrays that story looking back on the past few years with everything that you've done and every move that you've made is there anything that you would do differently throughout the years that you've learned and if you were to go back you'd do it a bit differently change things up a bit now that I've learned yes but I couldn't have known that before so um, I did, I do wish I, I did the business and I threw myself into a lot earlier on, like, I know it's early now. I know a lot of people are saying like, you're only 18 and you like, you, yeah, like I've done these businesses. It's, it's something I wish I threw myself even earlier into. You need more time with business and there's no business that you will run at the beginning. Like your first business will not always be successful. You know, it will be a really hard to see, like it come, come down and burn down in front of you. And realistically, like I do wish I did start earlier and that's the only thing I really regret, but that's something I only learned and only learned from my own experiences. Like I wish I learned even next gen is not something I want to fully do my whole life, but it's something I had to do. You know, I had to learn those experiences. So I do wish I did it earlier, but there's not a lot of things I, I wish I did different. Part of the experience is, do you have to say, you had a, a lot of difficulty when you dropped out of school. You had a lot of kids making fun of you, judging you for that. Do you have any regrets on, on that part or, you know, just you did what you saw was fit? And I was very happy with how I decided to go with, like, I'm happy with how I did it. Uh, I decided to just really keep my head down and push myself through it. I'm like, I, I know that even if nobody supports me, I'm the, I'm the only way, like I'm the only one that could support myself to actually push myself to do it. There is no other way to do it. There's no one really going to support you, especially if you're doing something different than people are used to knowing. No one really as a kid is told um, like to do this type of stuff. And you know, I got lucky kind of with my parents pushing me into it, but that's because I enjoy it. Uh, for other kids, I don't think they would want to do it, but I enjoy this business, this business life. For sure. And any advice that you'd give to someone who's in grade 11, grade 12 in high school, that's kind of in the same shoes as you, that's finding themselves in the same position that you once found yourself in? The position of like dropping out or the position of starting a business? Both. Both. Um, I started off really wanting to do a business and I really wanted to, I've wanted to drop out, but I needed a business. So if you're in that if you're in that state where you already have a business that you want to do and you really are putting your time into it and it's something that you think you can do and for even for another year or two to sustain because you'll always find something new to do. Uh, people think that when people say like, oh, that business idea is stupid, it's not I'm never gonna last. Yeah, but you'll learn so much from it. And throughout that, that money you make, you'll put into a different business. You're never gonna stay in one business at the beginning, especially as a teenager and like being younger and it's most of the time you're going to be just changing out like different investments but i would just say if you are in the position of like you did you do have a business you have an idea you have a vision i would say if you're comfortable with pursuing what you want to do and you really don't have the time like i didn't to do school i would say push throughout what you can do because what 
what the school also doesn't tell you is when I had the, like, I, right when I was dropping out, I had to talk to a principal and a vice principal. And they actually told me that you can always go back and do, like, you can always finish those courses whenever you want. And realistically, I could have not even done high school now. And I could have done high school in 10 years if I didn't decide to do, if I deci- didn't decide to pursue business. So all I'm saying is, it's not the end of the world if you don't get your high school diploma now. Like I wanted the name to, like I wanted to be the high school dropper because I want to show people that it's possible. Uh, I'm just keeping it as a name and that's why I could go back and I could finish school, no problem, but I choose not to because that's how I want to do it. But if you're in the position of you don't have the time, you, you have to choose in life. You can't do, you can't do school and a full-time business. You can't run two things at once because your school time is during the day and, and during the mornings where you have to be working. You can't only work on your business at nighttime. You're going to be too tired. You can't study. You can't, you can't do tests. You can't study for tests. You can't do any homework. So all I'm saying is you have to make the decision. And if you're ready to make the decision to do the business instead of uh, going through the school path, and that's what you want to do, like, so be it. You have like, but you have to push through it. It's not going to be easy. Everyone's going to doubt you. And that's, that's the life. Like, you have to understand that you have to be okay with being uncomfortable. Like I was never comfortable and I, I enjoy being uncomfortable in business. I enjoy not really knowing where I'm going to go, but I know, like I know where I'm going, but in an uncomfortable sense where it keeps me pushing, keeps me motivated. And that's something you, it, that's only if you're ready to do that is if I like, I would say to do what I did. On the sense of needing to drop out if you want to pursue your business, because that's the only way that you can really see grow. I would have to disagree with that. Um, someone else we've had on the podcast currently has a full-time job and is running her business. Um, there's this kid in Australia. He runs a bakery called Bistro Morgan. And he's been doing it since he was like 13. He was 15. I think he had like a pop-up shop. And then he opened up flagship stores. And he went on Shark Tank. And he evaluated his company at a million dollars. And he's doing all of this while he was in high school. He had bakeries open while in high school. He ran a bakery. He'd go in at four in the morning, do the bakery, do all that stuff. So I I think it really depends on what you want. I don't think that you need to say if you want to do business, you can't stay in school because it's possible. You can manage your time to do that, but it it depends on what you want for your future. It's all like the circumstance you're in. That's why I'm saying like it's... It's not impossible to go through school and do it. Like like I'm saying, I could have done it. I just chose that this is what I wanted to do instead. And I wasn't only doing like my clothing brand at the time. I was doing like ticket reselling. I just, I've always had side hustles that I chose that that's what I wanted to do. And honestly, with my parents kind of influence, like influencing me into into the business, I also don't see a point. You saw me in school. I didn't really see a point of going through school. And that's just for me. That's fine. I don't. I didn't say anything on here against school. I didn't want to because there's nothing really I could say about school because every single person has a different intention in life and a different intention in mind. For me, it's just something I chose. I wanted to do, but it's definitely not impossible. That is really cool that you told me that because I did not know that, but what that kid did was is really cool. It's really hard to do that. It's really hard to go through school and do businesses full time. It really is. It's just something I I. It wasn't for you. You didn't. You didn't want that, and you have no regrets towards that. That's what worked out best for you. I I agree with what you what you're saying though. It's not. It's it's for some people they can. For some people they should still do it. They should still go through school and do it. It's just it, yeah. It, in my circumstance, it's not something I wanted to do. I feel like in order to do that, it kind of takes 
You need a different perspective. You need to have the drive to want to get that education. It, it wasn't for you. And that's, you turned off and you did something different. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone goes on their own path and everyone learns their own way. And you learn a lot more from experience than you do from textbook. Like you've said, I'm sure you've learned so much more than any of those kids that hated on you when you dropped out. You've learned so much more than any of them in the last year. Well, the last year with like everything, with the businesses, like, sure yeah but it's it's also the dedicate like i you have to want to like like i said before like well you need the drive without the drive you're just always going to be working for someone else it's just like in the book you, you need the drive to push yourself to do something else if you don't have that you're you're never going to be an entrepreneur you're never going to be a business owner you're just always going to be an employee for someone else but that's that's how it works there's people who don't have the drive and people that don't want to work for themselves so they work for other people and that's what makes the world go around everyone had that drive it wouldn't separate entrepreneurs from employees because everyone would have that drive yeah that's a good way to put it yeah i i think everyone has a different purpose in life and everyone wants a different thing in life so whatever you're doing is like do what you what you're comfortable doing do do what you like what your heart really desires what you really want to do but I, I don't like when people are doing something that they're for, like, I get they're forced into, but I don't like when people are doing it just to make someone else happy. People that don't do the business, like not, not business, sorry. They don't do like even go through school. They don't do the courses they want to do. And because like they're too scared to do it. And that's kind of the same thing as you don't have to do business to do your own thing, but you can do your own thing through school. There's so many schooling systems where get, they would get you good jobs that are not like regular jobs that you would say an employee would get they're more of like something you have more like a more self-employed type of job what would you say are like your short-term and long-term goals like if we say two-year plan and 10-year plan what are your goals that you see for yourself in the future so for the next few years for the next like two two to five years i want to really just be hustling and not really I, I like to have my freedom and I like to enjoy like the money I, I've made and go like, I want to go on vacation and everything like that. But I really want to just put my head down and really hustle through the next few years. Just so in the, like after those five years, five through the next five, 10 years, those 20 years are me enjoying and doing what I want to do in my life. And like the stuff I want to achieve on my bucket list and just anything I want to do in life, I, I'm able to do it and be be comfortable knowing that i'm financially there for myself financially stable for sure that's my biggest it's the biggest thing for me like financial freedom is something that we've spoken so much about and the freedom of your time and that's what you have for your goals you want you became a swing trader so you had that time you had that freedom and looking into the future you want that financial freedom for yourself you want to be able to live a comfortable life and be able to do what you choose to do uh, you have to, to in this type of like life you have to do everything now like it's always the first like five years you can be putting your most effort into it's going to be the hardest you're not you might not even see any like return back you might it might seem like nothing's happening but like over the years it just becomes easier and it becomes like something you're just used to doing and it just becomes a lot more fun it becomes and, easier but almost like the money that we have now is worth significantly more than it will be in like 50 years like there's this thing like you have $50 now and you can either go spend it on a dinner or you could you could invest it in like the S&P 500. And by the time that you're 80, like that $300 will have compounded, will have grown and you'll have a couple hundred dollars instead of just one dinner. 
So it's also the fact of you got to grind now because when we're young, our money's worth so much more than what it'll be worth in the future. Now we have the time for that money to compound and to grow, but in the future we won't. That $50 will only be worth $50 in the future. Yeah. No, that's 100%. It's like when people are putting money into the bank from their jobs, they might be putting a hun- like $100,000 now, but in a few years, that is going to be like not much, not, not even close to that 100K that you put into, uh, that you put into it. Money depreciates a lot in value, like you said, which is the way you said it was, the way you put it was very, was very good and very descriptive. And that's why, yeah, you have to know how to put away your money and make your money work for you. And if you're working for your money, you're never going to, isn't, you're never really going to succeed and be financially free. You have to have that money work for you. And that's something you could learn from the book. And that's something you learn from a lot of business books and a lot of entrepreneurs and just mentors and just people that have done it before. That's one of the biggest things they say, the most important things. Exactly. With that being said, we're going to close off the podcast. Thank you so much, Idan, for coming today and being on the podcast. It was great having this conversation and really getting a different perspective from everyone else. Thanks again for listening. Catch our next episode.